Hello and welcome to Treasury Insiders, a new podcast series brought to you by Treasury Today and BNP Paribas. This episode focuses on the impact of the crisis on a treasurer's liquidity, investment strategy, centralization and more, as BNP Paribas offers some solutions to treasurer's current pain points. In the first part of our episode, I am joined by Coralie Van Zin, Head of Product Development Payments and Receivables, and Wim Grossmans, Global Head of Product Management Payments and Receivables Cash Management. Amidst a backdrop of crisis and remote working, they discuss the impact that this is all having on visibility on funds, the role of centralization, and within that, virtual account management. So Coralie, first of all, can you start by setting the scene around the work that you're doing and how it's evolved and a little bit about your role? Yes, certainly. So I'm working in cash management, uh, responsible for the product development, which means that we are working on the strategy we'd like to implement on the different product. This strategy is, of course, fed by the different needs of our clients, but also the different regulation and obligations that we have to follow. Uh, This gives a very interesting equilibrium to be found between all the different elements. And this is something that I think very uh, interesting when making my day-to-day work. A second step is, of course, to transform this strategy in an action plan. If you do not plan a strategy, it will never happen. So we need to make sure that we mobilize all the people around the ID and we have the effort necessary available to make the the change or the implementation that we are looking for. This leads to uh, several daily work with um, a lot of stakeholders inside the bank, very different uh, profile and person, and that's very rich in the work that we do today. And that's helped a lot to understand all the ins and outs of the product that we have to manage. Fantastic. And then if I take us out a little bit before we go into detail, if you look at the ecosystem right now, what do you think are some of the main issues that are facing your clients, particularly around working in the digital space? In this area, I think the, the, the biggest surprise was the fact to be all at home. We all think about different plans and how we could uh, manage some issue by having different plays, different working building. Here, the big change was that everybody was dispersed and at home. And we cannot be sure that at home the people are equipped as, uh, as it should to make sure that they can process with their daily work. So I believe that this was the main change. Useless also to mention uh, being all the family at home, which is even also different than working at home when you are alone and people are working or uh, children are at school. Here, you really have to to, to manage a specific uh, balance between the different activities and make sure that you can proceed in a safe way with your different to-dos or your work. Absolutely. Now, Wim, I'm going to turn to you. Can you please um, tell me a little about your background um, and how you've seen the work that you're doing evolve? Okay, so I'm, I'm uh, working uh, together with Coralia on uh, the product management for uh, our cash management offering in payments and receivables at, at BP Paribas. What we actually do is, is to try to um, keep track of the 360 degrees of how our products need to evolve, starting with ultimately what, what our clients want. What do they want? How is the market moving? How is the industry moving? How do we want to help changing our clients' lives? to make sure that they, they are at ease with what we're offering and that they can be as effective as they can be in, uh, in their daily work. 
to go to the other side, we actually take that back and we figure out what does it mean from a being prepared by ecosystem, IT ecosystem, operations ecosystem. What does that mean from ourselves reaching out to, to the client? And that's where the digital piece comes in as well, which ends up in becoming you know, a bunch of, of big projects that ultimately will see the daylight and, and get to be, uh, to be marketed out to our clients. So I guess that's, the, that's how the circle is round again and we're back uh, focusing on, on our clients. Fantastic. Now, Coralie, let's take a little look at some of the things that you're doing more specifically to help your clients. So what do you think the role is of virtual account management systems at the moment? And specifically, how does this affect visibility? Virtual account management system is uh, one of the pillars that can help the clients towards centralization. In those time, uh, centralization and uh, visibility and information is very key. And in order to build centralization, you need to work on three pillars. The first one will be the knowledge. The second one will be the people. And the third one will be the system. On this triptych, I believe that on the knowledge side, it is very key to invest and develop the different elements to be able to, to centralize. When I mean elements is that uh, people need to understand how it works, the payment in the different country. Because centralizing is not one size fits all. You need to be able to understand the two parts of the chain, the payer and the payee, and understand what is the position you are in, because sometimes you are one and sometimes the other. Therefore, be able to manage the different elements around the payment part or the receiving part. Uh, that's different challenge for the client, being on one side or at the other side at some point. And all those challenges can be addressed when you have the right knowledge. You also need to have key and strong people because uh, you need to have very specific profiles. And that's an investment that the company uh, are doing also. And then come the third pillar where you get the system. Centralization can be done with the help of different systems. There also you have uh, several options, virtual account management being one of them. And that's really what we see at BNP Paribas is that virtual account management can help towards centralization and that can help along the entire journey. Centralization is not a one-stop project. It's a long journey and there is different steps in this journey. And the virtual accounts can help at different level of the journey. So what we believe is important is that working on centralization, you really take the time for stepping back, looking at what your target is and how you want to reach it. And then step by step, building the solution, knowing that you can already benefit from the very start if you think your project in a very thorough way. Fantastic. Now, tell me a little bit more about the control aspect of this. When you are centralizing, you are making sure that you reduce the number of accounts. Having less physical account to manage is also ensuring a better control because you can have a, a more detailed view on these different accounts because they are less. If you have 300 accounts to manage, you cannot have a daily review on those accounts. But if you have a limited number, a limited pool of physical accounts to look at, then it can already help you with visibility, but also with control. Another part is also that when you have uh, the virtual account management structure, you can help the different entities in your setup to have the right view and allow them to make the necessary uh, uh, payment or uh, the necessary reconciliation because they have 
everything in hand. Therefore, they can see and manage. But because everything is linked to physical account at the top of the structure, you keep the control on what is going in and out because you have the physical account directly in your hand when you are the centralization head. Perfect. And what are the other benefits that you're seeing from this implementation as well? I think that the benefits, and that's important, and I would like to link that to the first point we mentioned, will depend on what's the target that the company has in mind. How far do the company want to go in its centralization process? There is a long way from having an operational centralization with one central team towards a fully announced bank setup. So there is a long way there is several steps there is different levels and i believe that each company must see what's the most accurate based on their need so on the other aspect i would say look towards the target that you want to reach and based on the target that you want to reach that will be the best i would say uh, business case approach huh? where you will invest enough to get the most out of it, that's really important. Then you can decide on which of the setup you want to implement and therefore link to the different benefits. Then of course, if I speak about virtual account management more specifically, I would like to put one specific advantage ahead is the fact that working on virtual account management, you can also better work on your reporting In fact, having your structure in virtual account management, you are able to apply the same reporting and the same vision uh, on the different entities, which at some point can help when you need to have a transversal vision. Because instead of trying to understand what are the reports you receive from each of the entity, you can in fact apply yourself the report that you need on the different entity that are a component of your structure. It could help winning time, but also to have the same approach towards all the entities and therefore compare uh, April with April. Fantastic. And then without necessarily naming names, can you speak a little bit more specifically about some of the conversations you're having with clients and how you're seeing these things impacting them? On the latest discussion that we had with clients, we really appreciate the fact that there is a real deep thinking process around centralization. So. It is clear that there are different elements to be taken into account and, and the bank can, of course, help to, to some of them. But then we rely also on, on some other professional to, to deep dive on some other of them, like, for example, tax aspect. But it is really important to realize that we have a lot of elements to consider going to centralization and the different clients that we met really have that in mind. They're really conscious about the fact that centralization is a step-by-step approach. Centralization is uh, something that you need to plan, that will take time, that it is a really a changed project. And to be able to manage that sort of project, you really need an ally. Okay, perfect. Now, Wim, I'm going to turn to you now. I'm going to ask if there's anything you'd like to add around what you're seeing as well, perhaps adding to what Colly said, but also bringing in your larger role. Well, we truly believe in, in virtual accounts management. We believe that uh, it will add to uh, the further digitization of our product offering. At the same time, as Corey said, this is for sure not a one-size-fits-all uh, product. We need to apply it to the reality of where clients are, what are the objectives of our clients, which may depend on a lot of different uh, aspects, um, which may be... Uh, the client set up the industry that they're in, the type of clients they're approaching, their business model, 
um, the countries that we're operating in and, and so on and so forth. At the same time, I think what is also interesting to point out is that all of this is an add-on, is something that will symbiotically work together with all the local aspects and local realities that may still exist. Again, it's not a one-size-fits-all product, which means that you cannot virtualize the entire banking scene. You can do it in part with a number of, of aspects that will bring a lot of value to clients and certainly corporates with a uh, with large scope. At the same time, it's still important to see it as a big complement to the local reality that we may see in various countries that clients will have to adapt to. So it's really important to see the two uh, together at all times. And then same question to both of you, as we broaden out a little bit. Obviously, we're in quite an exceptional moment in history right now, and it's affecting a lot of the work of your clients. How do we see this space evolving further, do you guys think, over the next year or two? Um, obviously, we've had a lot of curveballs thrown at us so far, but perhaps before this all happened, what would you have liked to see happen, and where do you see this going next? I think... Um... Whatever the way you look at it, the entire crisis is forcing us to be more digital, ultimately. It's forcing us to be able to function in a different way. And, you know, ultimately, it works, right? So I think that what we'll see across the board, whether it's linked to, to such solutions or other ones, um, we will see probably an acceleration of the digital journeys that banks will be providing to their customers, which ultimately can only be in the benefit of, of the end clients. Yes, indeed. I think that will be the, the main element, some of acceleration towards digitization, because everybody has seen that today it is working. Therefore, I think that people will feel more confident, finally, to take the step, which was maybe something that was missing at some point. Here, everybody has experienced, has been forced to experience, but anyway, the results are quite positive so far. So maybe more engagement towards the digital solution. And also maybe some reflection on structure and on setup to make sure to be, I would say, uh, clearer on the way uh, we are organized. And I think that will be for all companies, because in fact, this is what will help really to, to move fast. And, and I think what, what's, what's important to still keep in mind is that becoming digital doesn't mean that absolutely everything is becoming self-service and that banks are letting go of their clients. I would say rather on the contrary. It's only a way to get even more closer to our clients and by no means it is the objective of the bank to, uh, to take distance and uh, uh, not be close to the needs of all the specific clients. So in terms of client proximity, client intimacy, it should be very clear that digitization for us only means that we will be coming close to our clients and be at their service at all times of the day. Fantastic. And I know a lot of the work that you're doing at the moment is around speaking with your clients and engaging them on these topics. Could you tell us a little bit about what you guys are doing on that front and where your clients might be able to engage with you next? I believe you're running a series of webinars. Perhaps you might want to talk about um, what further information people can be getting from you and how. So indeed, we want to continue the discussion with the different uh, clients of ours, and we want to, to make sure that we, we exchange valuable information. That's why we have planned in the next weeks different webinars in order to deep dive in some topics, and uh, it will be a real pleasure to be able to exchange around the different topic with uh, the different clients in order to really share experience, but also share some knowledge and get some direct input from the real life that is being perceived by the clients. Um, and then I guess to both of you, any final points or anything else you might like to add? I think um, this is just one dimension of what we see as the uh, construction of the future. So I'd like to say stay tuned and uh, please look ahead at all the new developments BPR does bring. 
That was Coralie and Wim. Thank you both for your time and insights. In the second part of our episode, I caught up with Maria Trekyat, Head of Global Cash Pooling Products at BNP Paribas. Maria talks us through how recent events have impacted the liquidity management, unlocking of cash, and corporates' investment strategies. So within the Cash Management Competence Center of BNP Paribas, I work on the global liquidity management solutions, and in particular, I'm in charge of physical and notional cash pooling products. Given them where we all are now in the last few months, what do you notice with the future of our space and with digitization and how it's affecting your clients and the work that they're doing? So what we see today for our clients is that indeed they work more and more from home, which clearly impacts their way of working. In terms of digitalization, we see uh, bigger importance that is given at uh, any level within the cash management environment. So starting from entering in the relationship with the customers, uh, signing the contracts that has also become very much more uh, digital, and then automating certain processes from the client perspective. So a more willingness to automate certain payments, to automate the investment process. So that's the overall trends that uh, we see nowadays. Now, if we think a little bit more specifically, how have you seen the crisis impacting the liquidity management of your customers? Well, nowadays, the access to the liquidity has become even more important. And so what we are currently uh, seeing from the liquidity management perspective is an even greater willingness of the companies to unlock Uh, the cash to a maximum extent and each step of the end-to-end cash life cycle. And centralization certainly brings advantages in terms of visibility and control uh, over cash that are both necessary to optimize the use of the group's liquidity. However, the full centralization is of course not always possible. So it is important to bear in mind that um, the liquidity management structure must always fit the organizational model uh, of the group. There are different general considerations regarding the centralization. So, for example, from regulatory, legal, tax, uh, or accounting perspectives. But moreover, the current context also brings some additional uh, considerations regarding the centralization of cash. As, for example, several state support programs, they require that the proceeds of the financing stay locally where the support has been provided. And so the cash could not be transferred abroad. So there is clearly no uh, one size uh, fits all centralization scenario. Absolutely. And as you say, it would be so dependent on specific instances. Further on that point, how do you think clients can be improving their liquidity management depending on their level of centralization? While the companies with a very centralized treasury and a fully integrated ERP environment can get an additional benefit from the solutions uh, such as payments on behalf, collections on behalf, supported by the virtual accounts, for a lot of companies, physical cash pooling solutions uh, remain from far the most used and effective way to centralize the cash. So not only it improves the visibility of the cash across the pooled accounts, through the real-time tools such as, uh, for example, the global electronic banking connects cash within BNP Paribas. But it also provides the direct 
access to the centralized liquidity and the location and the currency of the client's choice. And that is the ideal basis for the treasurer's daily funding and investment decisions. So indeed, today within BNP Paribas, we offer the physical cash pooling solutions in more than 50 countries across the world. However, in some cases, uh, there are regulatory or other types of constraints that prevent from putting such solutions in place. And in those cases, a mix could be considered together with other liquidity management products, such as, for example, notional pooling and or interest optimization techniques. Fantastic. Thank you. And how have you noticed the crisis impacting the investment decisions of your corporate clients? The balance between searching for a yield and actually securing the invested cash has become even more important. An increasing attention is paid to the risk and the duration of the investment instruments. On the other hand, uh, also we note an increasing interest of our clients in automated investment and divestment solutions that would assist the treasurers in their daily investment actions based on some pre-established parameters such as, for example, different thresholds or counterparty exposure limits. Uh, Besides, uh, this is one of the co-creation initiatives that we are currently working on with the panel of our clients that are part of uh, what we call the Treasury Board Initiative. Fantastic. So overall, what are some of your main takeaways from the last few months in terms of how the crisis is affecting your clients? I would simply recap by saying that the current crisis has put an additional focus on the importance of the liquidity overall. Centralization has undeniable advantages in terms of liquidity management, but depending on the maturity of uh, the organizational model and its level of centralization, different combination of products should be envisaged to optimize the visibility and the access to the cash so much needed uh, by these times. That was Maria Tretyak of BNP Paribas. Thank you to all three of my guests, Coralie, Wim and Maria, for their take on the challenges and opportunities that recent times are posing for corporates across the world. To hear more of our Treasury Insiders episodes and to discover all our other audio content, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from.